way hotter. What is going wow. on, guys? Welcome back to the Chewy New Podcast. Middle myself with Ooh right here. Right across from me is Quez Black. That's good, guys. And I got Ugo Galvino in the house. Well, back there, if you, if you know him uh, from the old school days, Mr. Gumby <laughs> in the house. Oh, my gosh. And we got a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about today. It's going to be a great podcast. Thank you for tuning in last week for the Tortilla Challenge. Unfortunately, I lost and I spit up the water. And thanks. Shout out to Sean Mecca for being our uh, ring announcer. That one was... Uh, that one, that one was a trip to watch, man. Yeah. And uh, seeing my brother fall to the ground was even more fun to watch too. Oh, but anyways, man. <laughs> First and foremost, I want to say uh, uh, before we start the podcast, uh, just a quick uh, inside uh, look to uh, my brother and I's uh, inside life. Uh, just yesterday, we did a uh, yeah. we did a uh, lay to rest my cousin up in Corpus Christi to Mr. Larry. Casares Jr. May he rest in peace. And unfortunate news. Also, uh, yesterday at four a.m., three a.m., four a.m., our uh, our aunt passed away. So, uh, if anybody's watching, friends and family, the viewing will be on Friday from three o'clock, nine o'clock p.m. in Westaco over at the Salinas Funeral off the Expression in uh, uh, in Westaco. So, just a quick moment of silence, please. Thank you, guys. So we are back this week in our podcast, and we have Mr. Ugo Gamino. What's going on, uh, man? My guy, the little thing called Cookbook to Life. I do not seen this guy's TikToks, man. Sweet. Oh Jesus, man. Uh, uh, I already told you about what I told my wife, so I'll, I'll mention that later on the podcast. And uh, we already got people tuning in. You got Johnny Esco with the yo. And we got a Yeehaw saying, what's up, dogs? And Sean Logan, what's good? So, I mean, let's get to the man, the main attraction here. Drove all the way from, well, you were living in Chicago, Illinois. I was living in Chicago now. I reside in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, I'm a gypsy, man. I've, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I, ever since I was, uh, I think ever since I left the Valley at like 19, uh-huh. D.C., Chicago, Arizona. Yes. I mean, even in like when I lived in Chicago, I lived in seven different neighborhoods in Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my wife and I so don't like a, to stay put. A gypsy, you say? Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Thin there. You want to do that on my face? Run a thin there. I really need it. <laughs> but no, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where you grew up and what's going yeah. on, bro? Yeah. So, um, originally from Donna, Texas. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. The uh, also known aka what ghost town, ghost town, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I grew up in Donna, Texas. Uh, originally born in the Midwest, uh, my brothers, my mom, uh, we moved to the valley when I was about like four or five. Um, but grew up in Donna. Um, after high school, I went to TSTC for a year for culinary arts, and then I had an opportunity to play baseball in junior college up in Illinois. All right, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I went up go. there. They had a culinary program as well. Um, and then from there, man, I uh, came back to the Valley and then started working in the restaurant industry. And then my wife and I had an opportunity. She was going for graduate school. Right. And we were looking at places, and I was submitting my resume, my CV for restaurants. Uh, we looked at San Francisco, Chicago, and we ended up going to D.C. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so I was yeah. in D.C. I... Uh, 
I was a chef de cuisine, um, chef de partie, uh, executive chef at a couple of restaurants there. Uh, it was good, man. I, I got great experience. I got to stage at a couple of restaurants, stage at a Michelin star restaurant. Stage basically means like you do like a work, like a work week at right, certain right. restaurants. You try to get in things. I've talked about right. it on my uh, TikTok story. Yeah, you got to um, check, check those out, guys. Check them out. Check them out. Yeah. So I worked there and it just got... The life of a chef is hard, man. It's like really, really hard. I mm-hmm. recommend if anybody sees the uh, the show on Hulu, uh, The Bear. The Bear. Check it out. Um, it's probably one of the closest depictions to the hospitality restaurant, the professional kitchen. Really? The, the chaos, the, the animosity, the, the pressure. I was working like six days a week, like 16-hour shifts, leave at 8 a.m., come back at 1. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah, so... Um, as much as I loved it, mm-hmm. I was getting pretty burnt out, and uh, it got to the point where I was like, "Yeah, man, I, I, I don't see my friends, I don't see my family. I saw my wife like eight hours one summer. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. So where I was gaining success in my career, like I was just like not seeing my family. It was never visiting, right? So I was like, all right, I, I need, I need to make a change. So I decided to leave, and a friend of mine was in the retail industry, and I had done some retail work here in the valley when I was like in my early twenties. And he's like, look, man, we need somebody to dress some fucking mannequins. And it doesn't take a lot of like genius work to it. And uh, you're a pretty creative guy. So do you want to just dress mannequins? I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah. Uh, so it started like that. And then I got to open up some stores for Michael Kors. And then I got hired by Brooks Brothers. And I was on their product development team and opened up new stores for them. And that's kind of where the idea where I was like, the inception idea was like, man, I, I'm, I like the arts. I like to create. Like, I think that I could design. Like, I think I could do that. Right. So like, I went on Craigslist, bought myself a sewing machine for twenty bucks. Hot you are, yeah, man. man. And taught myself how to sew and started sketching and started designing. That's the valley in you, bro. Uh, yeah, that's man. the valley in you. It was great, man. It was uh, it was great. I was like, you know what? I don't have the money to go to art school. I don't have the backing. I don't have all that stuff. But right. I, I know how to work, right? I know right, got like, you. Yeah. So gotcha. I just started doing that and I uh, started submitting my work into like companies and trying to get internships and things like that and right. then finally like i told my wife i was like i, I think i really want to do this i uh i really want to pursue this so submitted my work into one of the best art schools in the country the the um, man i went like uh the art <laughs> institute of chicago there you go there you yeah. go all right all right and i got in uh and we packed our bags moved to chicago and i was a design student and i was working i was working <laughs> Look at you. And, yeah, man. And I was like, all right, I'm done with corporate retail, but I need an internship. And I was trying to get an internship. Right, and right, right. The company that I'd always want to work for my entire life was Tom Ford. I was like, that's the epitome. That's of the like, epitome you want to be. Uh, like that, fashion, right? For right, me, right, that's right, what I right. felt like. The guy had worked at Gucci before and he was like internationally known. And I was like, I know that I've made it in fashion if I can get a job with them. Right. right. So I submitted my work and I was submitting my and Nessio, Nessio. Yeah, I was just you like, have oh, to. Right, you, you have to. You, you, have you, to. you, you know have what I mean? And I was like submitting my work, submitting my work and always calling and always emailing. And, and I remember telling, like, I remember calling their corporate office. I was like, dude, I'll clean your restrooms. Like, if it means getting in, like, right. I, I'll, I'll mop floors, I'll be maintenance, like, whatever. Just to get your like. foot in the door. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was yeah. like, just get me in the building and right. then let me do the rest. Right. Like, right. Let me, like, work yourself up. Yeah, I gotcha. So, I'm working I'm, and I, I'm working as a server in Chicago at the time to get myself through school. Right. And then finally, like 
I got it. I got an internship with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. That's so awesome. I, that's awesome. So bro. I started working for Tom Ford, and that was like huge for me. And I started really submitting my 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 resume, and then I got a call to work New York Fashion Week, Mercedes Benz, and I started working in Mercedes Benz Fashion Week. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, man. And I got a lot of exposure. I got a lot of friends in the industry, and we were working that. And then I started like school was almost over and I was uh, like submitting my resumes to different places, like different fashion houses. And I've told my wife, I was like, let's go to Europe, like wherever, like, let's just go. We didn't have kids at the time. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was just like grind mentality, right? Like whoever will take me, I'll go. Hell um, yeah. And then by a leap of faith, one night I'm working at, I was working at a really prestigious like steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was working at a really prestigious steakhouse uh, in Chicago in a, a really amazing restaurant group. Let us entertain you. They have over like 50 restaurants. There you go. And um, I picked up this shift, right? And school was almost over. We we're coming to the semester, it was getting closed. And um, there, there's a saying, right? Like be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. But I believe like, you gotta be you gotta be looking for the right place at the right time, right? right. Like you can't just like wait and things fall on your lap. So this guy comes in with his wife and a two-year-old baby. And like in the fine dining industry, like nobody wants to take care of a crying baby. Right, right. right. Now I hear you. And yeah. it was another buddy of mine's table, and he's like, You take it, dude. I don't I don't want it. I was like, Yeah, fuck it, dude. Everybody deserves good service, right? Like, right, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. I go up and we're like talking the whole night. He's asking me questions of like where I've worked and what I've done. And we're like a good vibe. And I'm just being me and hospitable. And like, I have this like mentality that like, I guess, cause I'm from the Valley. Mm -hmm. Right. And growing up, we didn't go to too many nice restaurants, but when we did, it was a big deal. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it yeah, was a yeah, huge, yeah, huge yeah, deal. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like a lot of people that I work with, you know, like, they they like they look at a table and they're like, oh, that's not money. I'm not I don't, I don't really want to take care. And right, me, I was right. like, dude, like I know what that feels like to go somewhere and feel like you don't belong, right? Yeah. So I always made it a point to like, I'm gonna take care of these people like they're like royalty. Right, exactly. So I did that, and at the end of the he like slips me his card. He's like, Hey man, I, I like how you work, your food knowledge is amazing. You the way you, you speak about food and wine, like you know what you're talking about. Right. And he's like, I uh, I would like you to give me a call. And I was like, this guy's bullshitting me. Like, whatever. I don't like, <laughs> uh, whatever. So too good, I, too I, good to be true. Yeah, I no, got you. So I didn't, I didn't uh, call him back, but I ended up getting like an email or a call because I give him my email. Right, right. And he emails me. He's like, hey, you know, I'm being serious. I would like you to come by the office. So I was like, all right. So I, he gave me the office because he never told me where he worked. Right. Okay. But he said that he had just moved to Chicago and he was revamping a big organization. Oh, well, shit. it turns out that reorganization was this was the director of operations for the Wrigley Field of Chicago. Holy crap, yeah. bro. <laughs> so <laughs> that explains the cubby hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that what, explains the cubby hat. All right. Eric knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Cubs fan. Yeah. Huge Cubs so fan. I, growing up, my brothers and I like we we're in the we're in the surrounded by I mean I know you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> but I, but I know you're are you a I'm a Viking fan. Oh, okay, good. We're we're in good company then. Yeah, we're yeah, in good yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess so. You know, like you you you're surrounded by Astros and Bears. I mean Astros and uh, Cowboy fans. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And my brothers and I like we're from the Midwest, Chicago Bears, Chicago Cubs, the Bulls. Like we that that is our joint. 
And we stay loyal because our teams have sucked for so many years. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like through the good and the bad, like you never hurt me. Like I didn't care how bad my team was. I was I was ride or die for these guys. Yeah, it right? so- sounds like my buddy Ro. I mean, shout yeah. out to Ro out there. He's a big a Chicago a big and Cubby fan. fan, big Bear fan. So. Big bear fan. <laughs> you have to be, man. You have to have thick skin as a as a Bears uh, Chicago fan. So crazy. like it's crazy. If nothing else, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get to go to Wrigley and tour the stadium for free, right?" Damn, bro. Right? So he takes me around, and, and at the end of it, he's like, "Look, man, we we want to revamp Wrigley. Um, we sell burgers and hot dogs, but we want to elevate the brand. Like the Ricketts just bought the Cubs like four or five years ago, and what we want to do is we want to bring somebody in, like a white club, and create the hospitality program from wine, wow, to uh, the luxury suites, the beverage, like the whole gamut where you could use your fashion and you can use your culinary background, right? Like Holy you want to design, crap. you can design uniforms, you can design like furniture, you can design this, you want to you, you food, you want to design menus, work with the chefs, work right. with And man, I, I would have taken a job as a, a grounds cool, uh, grounds uh, groundskeeper. Yeah, to like, <laughs> groundskeeper. You know what I mean? But at that moment I was like, yo, you know what? Like you're like, okay, I, I want this. I've worked for this. Right, right. I might never get this opportunity to work for the Cubs. So I was like, I'm going to put the fashion on hold. Because Hell yeah. This is a great opportunity. Exactly. Well, it was, man, like uh, four years I worked for them. I opened up 76 luxury suites. Wow, dude. Damn, uh, bro. Up, yeah. Look at you, bro. We opened up uh, five premium uh, locations. So we did the beverage programming. I created drinks for them. I created a uh, we created menu items, uniform design. I uh, presented, you know, like presented the whole gamut to. Wow, bro! So it, it's crazy, man, because like they this has been in the projects for the Cubs for like six, seven years. So I came on board, and they showed me all the plans that they had. Yeah, and up until that point, man, I was a very timid guy in terms mm-hmm. of like my confidence in the professional field. Right, right. Like I, I, I didn't go to an Ivy League school. I didn't, I came from Donna, Texas, right? So you have this like imposter syndrome all the time, right? right but when right. I was put in that room and they're like, hey, you have free game to create what you want. I said to myself, I don't know if I even deserve this job, but if I have this job, I'm going to go balls to the wall. Then my, th- my, my, like my vision. Yeah, you, you're in Valley. Dale gas. Yeah. <laughs> so it, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. And, I, and I go back to being who I was before. Right, right? exactly. So, dude, I, I scratched all their plans. Like uh, their designs, their menus, like the, the way they like did service. And I said, I'm going to like I've worked for one of the best restaurant groups in the world and they taught me a lot. And I'm going to like utilize that in this space. Right. 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 Um, and I did. And it was successful. And we we created a lot of buzz. Uh, James Beard got rec- we got recognized by them. Wow. Uh, I, you know, was part of a team that helped create a, a whiskey with Maker's Mark for the Chicago Cubs. Jesus Christ, um, dude. Yeah, man, and it, it was a uh, it was it was a ride, man. To be able to say that every day, my office was Wrigley Field, right? Like I, I, as a kid, we, my mom would gather pennies when we used to go to Chicago to visit our family, and she'd right. take us and we nosebleeds, and that was perfect for us, right? Like well, we yeah. go, we, we watch. The but thing to, is that you're at, you're there, yeah, man, you're there, you know. And, and you know, it's crazy, man. It's like you. When you're there, you remember that, right? So one of the things that I would do is like I'm there all day, so the teams are doing batting practice and all that stuff, right? Right. So I would always like collect like three, four balls, 
like a game, right? right? And then I would walk around during the game and I would always try to look for like like a family. But I would always try to look for a family that reminded me of my family. Right, right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. either I like I saw a mom with like three kids by herself or like uh like a little like Faisa family together. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell like they were really like and I'd like give them a signed ball. Like oh, I would that's badass, dude. That is and badass. I was like because like I just I know what it meant for me when I was a kid. Right, right. right. That's and, awesome, man. And, that's uh, awesome. So that for me, and then my brothers got to visit. The the people asked me like what were you proud of all that stuff? And I was like, I think what I'm most proud of is that my I got to bring the posse, right? Yeah. Like my brothers came to <laughs> my brothers came to visit, and uh, my wife obviously I, I took her to, to a lot of games, and my brother got to sit first row behind the dugout next to uh, Tom Ricketts, the owner of the of the Cubs. That is awesome, bro. That is awesome. You, you know, making I mean? making dreams come true, homie. Yeah, man. And, and it was it's just it's awesome to be able to see like. My nephews experienced that. Bro, don't make me cry. Right? No, man. I mean, like, look, it, it's 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 those things that for me was special, man. Like, I, I yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've had a lot of a lot of like ups in my careers. I have way more downs in my career, right? Like, I've I've, I've stumbled a lot. I've fallen a lot. But when right. when the ups were up, they they were up. You right, know what I mean? Right, and, right. and I've uh, I've learned to to sit in those moments and appreciate those moments because they're dropping of, of a drop of a dime. Like those moments are gone. Yeah. yeah. This is the same kid back in. <laughs> I can't even talk. Cause I don't want to cry. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the same, same kid. I got, I say kids. Cause I see, I, I saw Ugo uh, as a young kid grow, growing up and, and Quez when they were little man. And we, <laughs> it was funny. Cause when he reached out, to the to the podcast and he goes you remember me man i'm, I'm ugo i'm like ugo ugo man it doesn't it doesn't ring a bell and let me really really think and i'm thinking i'm thinking and then he tells me yeah we used to do uh <laughs> track and field meets in your backyard i'm like oh shit that's right <laughs> like holy crap and then I, I started digging into your tiktok and watching all your videos i'm like sweet jesus look at this guy man and I'll show my wife, look at this guy. This is the same kid that would make him run four laps. I run my backyard, <laughs> little cross-country meets, and, and shot put and long jump and all that stuff. And look what he's at now. Look what he's doing now. It was, well, at least I hope I made an impact. I go, no, no, I mean, it did. It, it, you know what? Like, at the time, I thought it was, I thought you guys were, I, I thought, like, my older brother and you guys were playing jokes on me because we were heavy-ass kids. And I was like, they're out here making us run laps. Dude. I think they're, like, thank, you, thank you for I, saying that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I thought that they were like playing a joke. No, but like, it, I I uh, I I think about that time. I, I think about that a lot, man. I, I think about yeah. like how because Donna, man, I, I I'm a, I'm a Donna loyalist. There you like, go. There you go. You know what I mean? I I, I have always talked up Donna, uh, and when I left the valley, you, you know, a lot of people leave with like a chip on their shoulder, right? Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I think for me, I. I quickly realized, you know, where a lot of people think that we have to let down because we're from the Valley or especially being from Donna. Right. I realized yeah. early in my career that I had the leg up. Right. Like we, we are gritty folk, right? Like yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. are, we are, we are built different that, that Very. we're from here. And, you know, I, I worked with so many people that were Ivy league families, like old money, old East coast money. There you go. Um, and I was just like, you will not outwork me. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I will, I will stay here longer. I will get here earlier. Like I, I will outwork you. Like 
whatever I don't know, I will figure it out. Right. And I've always had that mentality, but it came from like being here, man. Like I, I think that a lot of us that are from here know what that means internally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, man, I, I love it here, man. I, uh, this is, this is, for many places that I'm not home, this is home. Well, we, we're proud of you, dude. As far as was, jeez, I, I know Quez was telling you a few minutes ago when we walked in, he was he was freaking proud of you that you've yeah, done bro. so much. Uh, very, and, very proud of him. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it's, that. Man. It's, it's crazy, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, I had I try not to dig too deep into your Facebook or anything about, but the TikTok itself. I mean, what made you? Jump on your TikTok. How many followers do you have? Um, I think I'm close to forty thousand followers. Right forty thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah. And, and the recipes that you show, yeah, uh, and that that uh, what's it called? That gourmet pizza that you made, yeah. Made- so I, I, so all these like TikTok, just to kind of give you a little rundown on how the TikTok started. Um, like we moved to Arizona and we had our coffee business because we started a coffee business, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but you know, you're you're so you're you're working from home in COVID, like you were forced to be by yourself, exactly. right? Yeah, like, yeah, and you're, yeah, yeah, and um two things really sparked it, right? Like I saw people doing things on TikTok, like creating food and throwing things around and really right, like, right. but in a like sloppy, let me get views kind of way. Right. And as like the old chef of me, like the like the industry guy that yeah. respects the field, <laughs> right. I got pissed, right? Uh-huh. I was like, yo, man, they're making this, like they're making like food seem like it's easy to make. Like it's like people can just throw shit around and right. like, it's not hard, right? Like right. I want people to know that it's not. And the other thing, man, is also like, the mental health thing of it right like i see a therapist i believe in seeing therapists like it was going through some like rough times in terms of like you, 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 everybody goes through ebbs and flows of mental health right right, right exactly and i hadn't been doing anything creative since i had left my my career with the cubs to pursue my own business right right and when you start your own thing as you would know you go through a lot of downs. Yep. Oh, right? yeah, like yeah. You go through a lot of yes. downs. A lot and, of rough patches yeah, on the man, way. And it's hard, right? Yeah. Like, because you're putting your family through it. You're saying like, hey, I believe in this project enough that we're going to finance this project and we're going to make this project. And right. then things are like, yo, we're not seeing sales. We're not seeing these. Th-. And you mentally, you, you, you go through this patch of like, damn, dude, am I good enough? Exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did I make the right choice? I had a great career, a dream job with the Cubs, and I said that I was going to bet on myself and I was going to do this. And, mm-hmm. like, you you go through these, like, really, like, rough mental patches. And, like, I, I, I'm blessed, man, and I and I thank God that I have a an amazing wife that supports me, uh, that she's always been there to be like, you have a dream? Awesome, right? Like, let's funnel into, like, a reasonable plan and let's figure out how to do it right she's right. never said like no we can't do this right so any of my successes have definitely come because i have a backbone of a person behind me that's, that's good like, man that's good to know you could totally do it right that's good to know so my wife is a mental health therapist right like she has her and i've we've been together for like close to 15 years right like we've been nice like but she's always pushed me to do it but never like like, hey, you have to do yeah. it. And it right. was finally like this past year that I was like, I'm going to do it. Right. So mm-hmm. I got into seeing a therapist and she was like, I think what you're missing and what you keep saying is that you miss being creative. Right. Like, that's what's missing. Uh, and it was. And she's like, you need to find something that it's for you and only for you without any monitor, like monetary, like value attached to it. Right. Like you're right. doing it because you love what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I started creating the TikToks because I love the editing piece of it. I love yeah. mixing music with it. Yeah. Um, I love cooking, right? And then it just kind of 
took off. Like it kind of yeah, like, it did. They blew up, man. Yeah, it kind of it it kind of became its own thing. Um, and I started getting reached out by like uh, you know s- social media handles like Tastemade, Buzzfeed, Me Too. That's uh, awesome, man. Bon Appetit. Like that's awesome. So like now like that that's kind of like where where that's at. But yeah, that's the inception of how it started. That's yes. awesome, dude. That's, that's awesome, awesome man. It's like I said, bro. Your 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 life is like a movie. <laughs> I'm always gonna tell you that. Um, no, nope. yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, at the surface, you know. And I, and I know, I know, Quez is itching for you to say what we just talked about, so you can go ahead and mention it now. But I'll give you the opportunity with you. Oh. We're talking about right now, the little place in Donna, Texas. Oh yeah, here man. we go. Let let hold on, let, let him talk. Okay, hold on. No, no, just... no. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna like post about that like soon because I, I feel that passionate about it. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So, people. Like, if people don't know in the Valley, they should. And if you're from Donna and you don't know, shame on you. <laughs> right. Um, but go. today at 11 on the dot, I was at Gonzalez's Burger waiting <laughs> to get in to get my Gonzalez Burgers fix oh, that I hadn't gosh. had in so many years. You walk in there, it's 1988. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, uh, you got a, like taxidermy, like, Tell uh, deer on the wall. <laughs> preach it, baby. Preach it. Preach you, you have like redskin stickers on the wall. That's you right. Have, like the like patriotic memorabilia of like the family members at war. Like yeah. the setup. I mean, I'm telling you that it's the same setup that we were kids. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And I had never taken my wife there. Shame on me, right? Like I. Mm, and so she actually like after after I took her there, she was like. Yo, why have you been taking me to Waterburger all these years? Because <laughs> she's not from the Valley. My wife's from Arizona. Okay. She's yeah. like, why are you even taking me to Waterburger all these years when when there's this? Right. right and I was like, right. it's because it's always busy and I'm not, I don't want to wait. Like <laughs> yeah. when the Texans hit you up yeah. quick, they get yeah. there quick, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I thought the cars that were there were the workers, but they no. were like the winter Texans. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And the thing is, I, th- I know they're only open during the uh, school year. Yeah, they're man. not. They are. I'm pretty sure they would kill in the summer, but uh, I mean, I, but yeah. I don't. I, I, I do don't think so. I do, but the, the strategy. Yeah, but the strategy of it, it's it's smart. It's so smart is that we open during the school year. Teachers and and and, and TAs or anybody yeah. are going to come by, and not only that, in this time era right now, which we are in the winter Texan era right now, uh, at the time when they start coming down, and they already know where to go. You know, and, well, I, I read an article that that's like their biggest business. Like the winter Texans is like, yes, yeah, yes, it is. And it is. also, let me say this about Gonzalez Burgers, right? Like, <laughs> it's Kevin Costner approved. There you like, go. Did, did you not see that? <laughs> okay, I, I read an article that he had the best. I mean, the uh, Gonzalez Burgers. Here Kevin Costner, if you're listening, <laughs> don't try to take away my sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! But yeah, I, I it's been a while. You know, it, it's different. I mean, because the last time I went, I don't know whether they were in a hurry or it was just. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was just an off day. Because I remember when I eat, I ate a burger there when I was in high school. Yeah. After cross country, I would go over there, run out there, and and stop and have a burger, man. Oh my god, the best thing ever! Best thing ever, you know. But. I don't know from uh, uh, for 
for a person that hasn't been in the valley for a while, you know, come. I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure you oh, come no, down no, once, yeah. once a year, twice a year. It's a taste of home. It's it, a it taste is. of home. It yeah. really, it really. Well, so I haven't. The la- I came back a year ago, but before that, I hadn't been home in like four years. Right. Um, but I haven't actually gone to to Gonzalez Burgers in like years. I don't know why. Like, I think that like. I, I think that we we're oh, every time we would come, we would always come from like a short period of time, like four days, five days, something like really quick. So in that time span, like my mom's always cooking or we go to my uncle's house and he's barbecue. So my brother's house barbecuing. So it's like we never really had like a time frame to be able to go. But like I walked in there, man, and I just sat. I sat waiting for my burger and I like <laughs> and it was beautiful man it, it, it like i felt like i was 1988 that i was just waiting in there you had that big grin yeah like, man it, it was like we i walked through, and i think people were like because it's weird nobody does this anymore i was like literally walking around the restaurant just like looking at everything right and <laughs> they're I, looking at you what the hell what is he doing? <laughs> yeah and i i just call the police yeah <laughs> are we about to be robbed <laughs> so it was like weird right but like i i, I love it man it, it just reminded me of because you start thinking of other things, right? Like you yeah. start thinking about like, you, rep, you reminisce. Yeah, yeah. Rats, you, you start yeah. thinking about like when you would go to Bertha Burger. Bertha Burgers. Bertha Burger. We all Bertha Burgers. That's the original Bertha Burgers. Okay. First of all, that's why I was like Bertha. When did the name change? Because I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was Bertha's Burger. Right? Yeah, it was. It was but Bertha, Bertha or Gonzalez, it doesn't matter. If you ever in down to oh Texas, oh my god, here we go. Gonzalez Burgers. Tell them Quest Black sent you. So, yeah, no, it it just, I, I, like I said, I was telling you guys this earlier, but like every time when I come to Donna, like one of the biggest things that I, one of the things that I do is I drive around. I just drive, right? Right. Like I just drive around. I go to my old grandfather's house on South 16th Street. I go to my old, uh, my uncle's house down by like South 25th Street. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Wow. Um, and I drive to like AP Soli. I, I drive around to all the elementary schools and all like, <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I go to all those like, and, and I love, I, I sit in it, man, because like when I'm gone, I miss it. And I need, it's like a recharge that I, I need that. I need my town. I need my, like, I need to be able to see my, and I say this all the time. And I said this to you guys earlier, it's the Valley, but Donna is like, an ugly beautiful like you got to be here to like really like yeah. understand what that that beauty is right like I, I i don't care how big mccallan edinburgh west echo gets donna's beautiful the heart right? of the valley you, you know what i mean like i for me it's um and people can come people can come at me for that uh, i'm all right with that <laughs> you, you know what i mean like I, i'm a, i'm all right with that because i you know for like growing up in donna you guys know this like we always had a bad rep right like donna had yeah. a bad rep but yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of successful people that come out of Donna. A lot of in, in multifaceted lot. areas, like Chris Black. Oh, like, what? I, no, I mean I'm being serious. Oh. Like, like I'll give you the applause. No, I mean I'll give you the applause. I mean I'm serious. Like, we, I think that before there was a huge music scene in the valley. Like you were one of the. I feel like you were one of the pioneers of like watching you from afar, like traveling, promoting concerts like putting like you were like i i told your brother this you were like the what's his name um he didn't say you know you i was like you were chance the rapper of the valley no you were you were out there grinding on your own and like <laughs> on a pole on a freaking pole and i think that but be, that being said i think our town gets a lot of bad rap 
you know, for a long time. But yeah. I think that there's a good, you know, there, there's a lot of product that comes out of it. And that's what I, you know, I believe that I tell these kids all the time when I talk to them. Armando Reyes saying, Hugo Gambino, my former soccer player from AP Solis. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, played, uh, I played soccer back in uh, seventh. And, uh, we were just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's awesome, bro. Yeah, you know, anywhere where I could get a burger, man, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was in sports. I mean, sports, you know, for a lot of us was the babysitter too. You, you know what I mean? And, like, and he's asking, go ask if he remembers Coach Reyes back in '97 and AP Solis. Yeah, man, that guy was uh, crazy on us. He, <laughs> he, it was funny because. Uh, they used to make us do this uh, drill. It's called under a minute, oh. uh, and it's basically like the circle. I mean, the the circumference of the soccer field. Right. You have to make it under a minute, and if you don't make it under a minute, you keep going. Whoever makes it under a minute can stop running. <laughs> bro, I was. My guy, I lived in Husky. Husky was my game. Like Husky pants. Like that was all I wore. You know what I mean? Like that. That was. Uh, I had you stretchy pants. You should have gone Sonic mode, man. man no matter how. <laughs> you know what? I, this is like the perfect time to tell this story. Say it, say you know it, what? Say it. No, 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 no. Hold on. You're going to bring that story up in because we got to go to commercial break. Okay. We're at 33 minutes into the podcast. Great interview with Mr. Hugo here. Oh, man. We're going to bring up some more stuff. Even a story of uh, Coach Patterson. If anybody knows who Coach Patterson is. Oh, it's about to get real up in here, man. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. He wants Time to pay some bills, guys. Here we go. The Crap, Westville, Texas, probably sponsored the Chewy Podcast. Man, you're looking for a good Friday night, Saturday, or any time of the night. You want to head out to Westville, look for The Crap down at the eatery, man. I guarantee you will have a great time. Ask for Miguel and let him know Chewy News sent you. It up located McAllen in Westaco, Texas. Guys, looking for something anxiety, something to sleep and relax? Give Uvaldo and Marty a call, they will help you out. Just let them know. Chewing you said you might get something a little extra, you know what I'm saying? Beanie Wheaties, man, you cannot go wrong with this enchilada mix, man. I'll tell you what, right now, any kind of beer you mix in this bad boy, I guarantee it's gonna be a party, not one, not two, but three times a night. And she's selling gallons. Get a hold of her on Facebook and Instagram. Hurry up before they all run out. Smoke, liquor, antidote novelties. Hell, head out to the rabbit hole, bro. You will have a good time. They got a lot of stuff you can take a look at. And if you're interested, you can even start being a tattoo artist. They even have tattoo machines. Look for them on Facebook and Instagram. I guarantee you'll love it, brother. And let them know. Chew you sent you. Good old <laughs> Looking for a solid plumber? Give Bockwell a call, man. I'm telling you right now. If he doesn't answer, keep calling. He's always a busy guy. Let him know Chew and Who sent you. And when you let him know that, he'll also tell you, your crap is his bread and butter. <laughs> like always, man. <laughs> yeah. Summertime is here, man. The best way to cool off is through Rowdy's Pools, man. What better way to have your own pool in your backyard? Why go to the beach where all the crowd is? Never get that sense of relaxation and privacy? Get your own pool. Call Rowdy's Pool and let them know. Chew new sent you, man. Oh, a big shout out to Surge, one of our number one sponsors from the beginning. He's been here through all the episodes, man. There's nothing more than saying thank you. Any electrician advice, give this guy a call. Let him know the rock star sent you. Watch up, bro. You've got cravings? No, let me tell you about this place out here, man. 
is going to get you every time. Hipsters, snacks, and more. Located at 2600 South 23rd Street, McCown, Texas. Give them a call. Let them know Chewy New sent you. Once again, thank you to all our sponsors for sticking with us through thick and thin, man. We got a lot more show for you. So go oh, anywhere, baby. Later, guys. Yeah, we're back. Thank you to all our sponsors once again, guys. And as you can see, Quez and I are drinking Petey Wheaties right here. And uh, we, shout we, out to we Wheaties. yeah, shout out to Petey Wheaties. We try to offer some, but it, I, hey, it's okay if he doesn't want to try it. Maybe he'll try it some other time when he comes in. But uh, as you can see, I am drinking straight from the mason jar of Petey Wheaties. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. I can't stop. But uh, yeah, so let's get in to this. Uh, story oh so I mean, gonna talk we, about. we were talking about weight and me as a kid <laughs> go um, ahead it because i'm i mean you know eric knows me Just... from the from the jump and I, i'm not really like a shy guy when it comes to like embarrassment <laughs> i'm not embarrassed like I can do... i share a story real quick yeah, <laughs> man. You, know, you know what i remember oh here we go back in middle school here we go hold on let me, let me put the chat i remember <laughs> you're on defense at the one of the football games <laughs> And you broke through the line, and you sacked the quarterback, and you went all the way down the field, like celebrating, and they threw the flag. I I got yelled at. You remember that? Yeah, man, I, I remember that because. So here's the thing, man. I oh, man. we grew up we grew up in the era of like we don't the, give a damn. No, well, no, but do, well, yeah, but do you remember like the Miami's, the Florida States of like oh, yeah. when they would celebrate, yeah, yeah. like you know yeah, that yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm in there, man, and I get a sack, and I am like, you get pumped, man. I was in it, man. I was, I was in it, man. They got my ass out so quick. They got my ass out so quick. Excessive celebrating, buddy. My coach was like, get the get, get out, get out. Get out. <laughs> my face was like, this was like. Oh, there <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was, I was. We were hefty kids. We were, we were yeah. big. And I tell this story a lot, like of people, like, yeah. I was also like real romantic back in. There the, you like, go, buddy. You, you know what I mean? In my in my younger in my youth of like elementary school years. So there was a girl that I was like. Here you go. Like I was. Here you go. I was in love with this girl, right? Like I was like super infatuated with her. Is this the but, one you told me last time, buddy? No, this is like. <laughs> this, this, this is, this is a this is another Eric. Do you remember uh, Eric Urbina? Yeah, yeah. The dude was fast. He was fast. He was dude, like, he works he, he works at uh, HEB Plus. See him all the time. All right, well, shout out to shout out shout to Eric. Out to Eric yeah, shout there, out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. Um, <laughs> he he was fast, and he was a good friend of mine in the fifth grade. Uh, and I liked this girl. And every day we would do laps around. But I was you know I was a big kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I was I was not built for that. You know what I mean? I was built for the buffet. Like that was that was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was me. Um, so Preach. I was like, you know, I, I, I saw him and I was like, Eric, today is the day, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to tell this girl that I like her. Oh shit. Like, here we yeah. go. But a I was moment like, of truth, but I need you to run after her. Cause I can't, <laughs> she was fast too. You know what I mean? Like she was fast too. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't fast. And so like, dude, he's like, all right, cool. So he starts running, dude. And they like, and I'm in the back of the pack. Eric and, fast. Yeah. He was, Eric, he, Eric was fast. He was a monster on yeah. speed. Hell yeah. So he goes and he catches her. He's like. I would say like 400 yards away, like, right, far. right. And he's like talking to her, and I see him like talking and whatever. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> this dude in the middle of like gym class in front of the whole school, he turns around and he goes like this. 
Hugo. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> because you're fat. Oh, what the hell, dude? <laughs> oh man, it was oh, like, the beauty of junior high. <laughs> oh man, it was, it was it was well that was a great school. Oh, it was a great school. Yeah, 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 a great yeah. school, right? So, but, I mean, that was like you know, I think from there I was like, you know what, man, it can only go up. <laughs> Those responses were very regular for me. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I, I don't know why, man. I took it with a green of salt. You there know you what go. I mean? It was just like. It was it was very much like all right on to the next on right. to the next one right? right and um maybe maybe getting like rejected so often as like a great school kid like helped me for my like <laughs> career in like in the industry of just like you hear a rejection all right next door like, now, now you can say how you like me now no 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 I don't no I don't play that I don't play <laughs> no, that don't go game. that way no no don't no, go no, that way like don't go no, like that no, no. Uh, don't do that yeah <laughs> no man. So, I mean, so we were talking right now about a good old Coach Patterson. God rest in peace. God rest in peace. So one of the one of the most colorful coaches I met when I was in high school, uh, (laughs) uh, he was a decorative coach. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Very outspoken. And here in the podcast, everything goes, uh, you know, (laughs) and. The way he would he would talk was well just like a typical coach. Any coach, if you know a coach, you know they have no filter when it comes to uh, their uh, players, especially when you're a freshman. He was so. one of a kind. I, I <laughs> yeah, that I, man uh, was one of a kind. I've never experienced a coach like that oh, before. Man. Like, uh, I mean, I you know I played baseball in college, and I I never met anybody like quite yeah. like him. And it was a uh, it was one time. <laughs> I mean, like, look, we, we we could say one time, right? But there's like oh, there's thousands a lot more. Of there's circles, a lot right? more. There's a lot more. Yeah. And, you know, and I apologize for anybody that's listening in the family. <laughs> it's like, uh, but it's it's a Coach Patterson story, so it's it's you know, it's like an unfiltered story that needs to happen. I got two good ones. Um, so we were at freshman football practice, and I think I mean the man never missed. He was always there, right? And right. for whatever reason, he missed one day, and I he comes in the next day, and at football practice, I'm like, "Yo, Coach, like, why, why?" Well, what's up? Like, why weren't you here yesterday? He's like, I'm gonna tell you something, Camino. <laughs> you know, you're getting one right yeah. there. But it, it was funny because it was like it was that important that he gathered us, right? Like, he's Let like, hey, y'all, 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 boys, 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 yeah. boys, 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 boys. Come on in here. Come on in. The here. whole, the whole scratch the I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> he was like, um, look, Camino. At my age, you don't you you don't you don't get a lot of hard ons. So uh, <laughs> if you get one, you got to call out, and you got to make your girl call out too. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, All right. So he literally was like, that's why he. Missed. I mean, who knows? Right? Like, as a, as a as a young kid, you believe the story, and like, but I, knowing Coach Rock, like, I believe that was him. Coach Rock. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Go ahead, Quiz. Tell your two stories, man. I know you got some there for. <laughs> I remember. I remember we lost to Edinburgh. I think it was freshman year, and <laughs> we were getting on the bus, and I'm walking and stuff. And I think one of his friends from Edinburgh, he's like, "It's Billy, right?" Uh, yeah, Billy. That's right. Like, hey, Billy, Billy. What happened, Billy? Billy? Jack Patterson. What happened, Billy? And then he was like, he kept on trying to get Patterson's attention. 
<laughs> I'm walking with Coach, and he goes, "Get in the get, get in the bus." <laughs> and I'm walking, and I, hey, I don't remember the guy said, "Hey, up your oh." He's like, up yours, my guard. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. I I told you to get in the bus. I'm like, okay. I just got in the bus, man. But that, oh my God. He was was special, man. It was from one feeling to one side of the field. It was like, up yours, my guard. Oh my gosh. Oh, man, dude. I mean, I, I feel like we... Donna had some characters, like kids and coaches. Oh, right? yeah. Like there's just like uh, I like it's funny because I went yesterday to talk to the kids at the, at the high school. Yeah. Oh, by the really? way, oh. by the way, man, good job, Dad. I saw, oh. I saw that on Facebook. That's awesome, man. Giving back, really? giving yeah, back to the high school. Know, That's bro. awesome, That's dude. Bad. That's awesome. Yeah. They. they co- yeah. They. Uh, I was fortunate enough, like Coach Leal and uh, Fernando Castillo. Like they all like they. I, I've I've kept in contact with them yeah. over the years, but they recently. They now they have a culinary program, mm, right? Nice. And uh, so I was like, Yeah, man, I would totally love to go and talk to them, you know, because I didn't get the best advice when I was a senior in high school. I, I don't know if I've told you this, like, no. uh, she's no longer there, and it's no representation of what they are now. But my guidance counselor when I was in high school, uh, and I think it's important to tell this story because oh. I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to be, right? Okay. Like, I was. Uh, I was not top 10%. I was not top 20%. I was like right. bottom of the barrel, like, you know, yeah. like whatever. But I was like, oh man, I came across this book, Tony Bo- uh, Anthony Bourdain's like Kitchen Confidentials. Read that. I was like, holy shit. Like, I, I think I want to be a chef, right? I want to be a chef. So I go to my guidance counselor. I won't expose who she is, right? Like, yeah. Looking for guidance. You just said, <laughs> once you said she, I was like, you, oh. you know what it is, right? right. <laughs> so I went to her office and I was like, hype dude i was excited i finally knew what i wanted to be all all of our other classmates they want to be lawyers they want to be like engineers whatever right like and i was like all right i know what i want to be so i go up to her and i'm like i want to be a chef i want to go to the culinary institute of america which is like the best culinary school in america mm-hmm. she she goes oh honey <laughs> oh yeah i know who you're talking about already yeah yeah just with that just with that one line she goes oh honey um well have you ever thought of uh, joining the Navy and becoming a cook or maybe uh, getting a job at McDonald's and working your way up and being a manager? I just, I just don't, I go, I was like, those are my only options. It's just like, I just don't really feel like it'd be necessary to waste school. Wow. Uh, to, to waste uh, federal aid on a wow. profession or an, a, a trade that you'll end up wow. in anyway. Wow. wow. Um, well, you sure proved her wrong. No, I mean, well, here's Damn, the thing, man. Like, the, the, the power the, like the power of somebody in authority, right? Like, right. that lady crushed me, right? Like, yeah. I, And I believed yeah. it in that moment. I believed that. I was like, man, she's right. Like, uh, I don't got good grades. I uh, At the time, I didn't know this, but I found out this in college, but I was, I'm dyslexic, right? Yeah. Like, I was in a great reader. <clears throat> I was in a good writer. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm just a dumbass, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, she's right. Like, I don't know this, right? I, yeah. Um, but I walked over to Mr. Castillo's office, which was my principal at the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they do this still, but they used to have like, uh, ad, uh, recommend, no, the, uh, advanced recommended a minimum plan or whatever. Yeah. Was it? I think uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. they still I, do. I you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah. So everybody, yeah. typical students on a recommended plan. Right. And I went on there. I was like, yo, I want to get dropped to the minimal plan. I want to do the bare bones to graduate. I don't care what I need to do. Like, I want to take less classes. Just drop me down. I'm an idiot. I'm, and he was just not having it. Right. He was like, no. And like, 
in no other words, he was like, fuck no. Like, you no. Like, right. well, you, what do you want to do? And I was like, I wanted to be a chef. But she said, I was like, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Right. We're, we're, we're going to, this is what you could do. I was like, can you afford it? And I was like, no, I don't think so. He's like, okay, well, there's a TSTC. There's that school. Right. Can you afford that? Financial aid, you can get there. You can learn the basics. And then you could, him, my English teacher, Mrs. Melissa Boteo at the time, mm-hmm. and like Coach Leon, and there was a couple of other people, but those people, saw and i say this all the time it doesn't take a community man to to uplift someone it takes one or two individuals that says hey man you can do it it. right like right um because i walked i went from one spectrum to another i went from a spectrum of being like man she's right i don't i don't i don't belong out there i'm not good enough this is where i'm gonna be let me go find a trade job like i don't i don't to my principal telling me like no you you could do this man like you can you can you could do this right right um so yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of like that's that's that was kind of so when I go to this school, man, and I and I talk to these kids, you know, top twenty percent, top ten percent, they're getting talked to all the time. But like a lot of people, I'm trying to oh, talk yeah. to the kids that are not top ten percent. Yeah. That for me is important because I never had anybody like directing anything to me, right. right? Like I didn't have anything directed to me that's that wasn't from like money. I didn't have people in my family that went to college. I didn't have anybody that I, I, I don't, I think I had a couple of people in my family that had graduated high school. Right. So when people would come and talk, man, they gave their stories of their like overcoming success and all this stuff, but from a lens of like, uh, but I was smart. I was like, man, I'm not smart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. you know, so when I talk to these kids, man, I, I try to paint them a picture of like, yo, like, it's hard out in the world. Like it really is hard in the world, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Right. Like it doesn't mean that. And, and I don't sell them a pipe dream of like, Hey man, you could do whatever you want to do. It's like, if you want it and if you work at it, right. And if you knock on enough doors and if you hustle and if you have grind, right. You will, you know, cause I, I think the value of grind is important. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's what it is. You, you know what I mean? Like there was people that are way smarter than me in the industry, but that couldn't outwork me. That couldn't, outwork my talent and it took me a long time to believe in myself it really did man like to this day like you 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 work through this imposter syndrome i was just talking to eric about it like where i knew eric from him singing from when we were kids in choir we were in choir together and i always eric was always like winning competitions like left and right and all this stuff and when he got out of high school he was a rapper right like he rapped right so he was like, I didn't know this about him, but he told mm-hmm. me like he, he wasn't com- he wasn't confident in himself I to be a singer. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's in those kind of moments that like when you find your voice literally or like figuratively, mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, I'm unstoppable, man. Like you can't stop me. Yeah, you, right? roll, you roll right. with it. Yeah. So it, so it was it, I, I try to tell these kids, man, like, look, it it's not going to be easy out there. But like you have an advantage that you're from Donna. And I, and I grind that to them. Like you being from Donna is an advantage, man. Like it, it really is. So I, I, I feel honored that they, and humbled that they would ask me to go speak to these kids. That's awesome, man. Um, I, I think that we have a lot of talent here, not only in Donna, but in the Valley. Like, I think that there's an immense there's amount tons, of talent here. Tons of talent. And I, I think the biggest thing is people, like what you guys are doing, I have seen the podcast from from film to music, um, literature. Like you guys are exposing that talent, and I yeah. think that's that's so important, man. Because everywhere that I've ever been, I told you this earlier before yeah. I got yeah. here. Like people recruit their people back; they want like 
people in New York, people in DC, Chicago, Arizona, like they go seek the like commerces. They seek the people that are in the music industry, in the literature, in culinary, and hospitality, and they see where they're at, and they bring them, bring back. them back. Like they're like, hey man, we're gonna give you reduced rents on your mortgage for your for your uh, pop up shop. We want you to open up a studio here, and we're gonna give you six months free rent because we want our talent here. Yeah, wow. right. And I, and I think that that's that's something that can be done here. I, yeah. I do believe that that's something that can be done here. That's awesome, man. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you uh, you came down, man. Uh, I know you come down at least once once a year. It was like every other year that every we come year? down. I'm, yeah, I'm My, just glad to see you after all these years, bro. No, man, it, it really yes. is good to see you, man. I. Uh, I think that you know the beauty of social media, right, is that you get to see your friends and your family online. Yeah, right, and, right. Um, and I've seen Eric since we graduated. I'm, I, is it all right if I call you? I, I, know you <laughs> like, I know you have your stage name, but I'm, I'm, you could even call me Congo, bro. Oh, no, let me, no. Let me just let me put that on. So you want mess up words there? <laughs> so no, I mean, like I, I, I told him earlier, man. Like, and and he knows this. Throughout the years, I, I would send them some messages here and there. Like, yo, man, you're doing your thing. I, I really like what you're doing. I, I respect what you're doing. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Because I believe in, you know, giving that bouquet to your friends uh, in person, right? Like, I'm older now. Like, obviously, we all are. I'm 38 yes. years yeah. old. Uh, and we come from an area that's, like, really, uh, what do we call it? Like, uh, people like to call it, like, uh, tough love. But I like to call yeah. it, like... Uh, not the love that you need, right? Like I'm old enough to know now that like I need people in my corner that are going to support me and not right. like dog on me or shit on me. Right, right, right. right. So yeah. like uh, there is some, you know, it's unfortunate, right? But like you have some friends, like because whether it be in the restaurant industry, hospitality, when I open up like Yelpers, I would, wouldn't like my menu or right. wouldn't like my drink selections or over the internet, like people don't like what I make or they get offended or they don't like it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it's like you're like, your homies from home, yeah. like you grew up with, it hurts more, yes. right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it, yeah. And that's the yeah. real of it, right? You, you know what right. I mean? Because because it's family, man. Yeah, it, man. It, I mean, the, when you grow up together, you and no matter how much you guys bump heads, no matter how much you guys make fun of each other, it's family. Yeah, you know. And I get, I get you. I get what you mean. Like, yeah. Like anybody else can say, "Oh, your shit's up, nah, man." Well, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But if it's somebody that you grew up with, or somebody that you you're close to, it's like, damn, like. Yeah, man, like I need you, know? you to be in my corner at that time, right? right? Like right. I need you. So like I, I to this day, like I've, I've said I've said to my wife and I've said it to a lot of my friends. I like I only keep the people in my corner that, you know, I, you need people to check you, of course. Yeah, right. Like yeah. when you mess up, you, but have you, need, your, you have your inner circle. Already. Yeah, yeah. But the people that I need in my life is like people that are going to like do for me what I do for them. And yeah, it's up, exactly. uplift, right. Exactly. Like, like, hey, man, you're doing the damn thing. Good job. Like, yeah reach out like when i see one of my homies doing something i like to send them a message and i like to tell them like yo man or like i yo you're doing the damn thing good job i'm proud of you like yeah because for me what i realized like i had somebody in the industry one time saying when i didn't know that i could be a designer and i was sketching something out and he was like hey man like that's it's really good like you could really do this it's all it took Right. Like that right. all just somebody saying that that's yeah. all it took for me to believe in myself to be like, yo, man, I could do this. Like, right. 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 So I don't know, man. I, I think that, you know, if you get to hear it from an earlier stage, like in high school, like, yeah. you, you know, like for us, you included, 
Mm-hmm. You were an athlete. I mean, was. it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, pass to pass to play. That was it. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? The pass to play. Like I, I, you know, my mom instilled hard work in us and she wanted me to graduate, but it was like, like we, we knew nothing else but work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, man, we have some good kids here, man. We really do. I think that, I that's think awesome. that the, the school district and, uh, the valley in general, I think that has grown exponentially since I was a kid, for sure. Yeah. And we were also talking about, well, first of all, the cooking. Everything you cook is basically that I've seen is from scratch. Everything that's done, everything even from, from, from bread to yeah. pasta to everything you've done. And we were talking about one that you just recently did was that nopal. Yeah, the nopal. Uh, it's kind of like a... <clears throat> So I, I create these dishes off of like the fly of like what I feel like eating, right? Like what I feel like cooking. Sometimes sometimes it's like uh, premeditated, like planned out, like, okay, like in two weeks, I'm going to do this. Like my wife gets on me all the time because she's like, yo, you need to plan these out better. Right, right? right. Like you you need to. But the Nepal one, I was like, yo, I'm going to be in Texas. It's going to be soup. I'm going to eat like crazy. I know that. It's going to be a lot of meat. I'm going to eat a lot of meat. Yeah. So I want to make like a vegetarian bowl, right? Right. And right. I grew up on nopal ensalada. Like, yeah. it's pico de gallo with nopal, right? But yeah. it's like, I always, every, if I do a traditional dish, I always try to like, as a, as like a, I, I like to call myself a former chef because I respect the field and I'm not a chef anymore. But right. I was, I, you know, I was a chef. Right. I like to put that flair into it, right? Like, right. I, like whatever I can make. Um, but like we talked about earlier. Yeah. When you take a traditional dish, <laughs> you, you you get ready for some get ready for some hate. Yeah, you, oh. you, you, you are you're gonna La mamá del valle, bro. Oh, it's the that's the one. Mom, mom's the one. Yeah. No, mijo. No, no. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was telling you. I was telling you. Like I, uh, it's funny because like if you do like if you do a an ethnic dish of any sort, but especially like the Latino community will come after you, right? Like it's oh, yeah. that. Food is personal, right? Yes, yes. And, I, and I've and I've and I've tell people all the time, it's the trinity of things you don't talk about, right? You don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion, but you don't talk about food because food. <laughs> food is personal, right? Because the way my mom made rice is different from the way your mom made exactly, rice. Exactly, right? exactly. So, but what it's funny is sometimes, like I'll send my mom something, right? like, <laughs> like am I like look at these stuff the and it's like, oh, mijo, qué bonito. <laughs> but... Ay, mijo, pero los... It's just like. Mijo, pero las tortillas están un poquitas crudas. <laughs> my mom did that to me, bro. Yeah, no, That's okay. And, and like, but That's I love okay. that, man. I love that my mom does that. You know, because it's like you, you, you have that, pe- you have that people in your corner. Because she's not doing it from like a, a, a that, place. That, from, hey, that, you know, that's that's, that's your best critic, though. Yeah, that's yeah. your best critic. And I told you this, man. Like two foods that I stayed away for, stayed away from in my professional career, and like, and even when I on my videos is Mexican food and barbecue. Yes, yes. Because I, you know, you I don't stand, mess with that. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. being from here, like we, uh, we are some bangers when it comes to barbecue food. Oh yeah, like I, I, Texas, I think that Texas period. Man. Yeah, Texas I, I, period. I think that you know, um, um, somebody that I follow online that does really good barbecue. Um, Gus, yes, man. Yeah, he B&G. was just he was just on here too. <laughs> Yo, man, I, I, yeah. I like that's hard, man. Like that takes true talent like if somebody asked me like when every time i worked in a professional kitchen the only time that i really did this once was in dc and i had i was running a menu and it was at a fusion asian place uh, restaurant that i was working at mm-hmm. and it was like fourth of july 
And they're like, what are you going to come up with, chef? And I was like, yo, dude, like, I just remember, like, we barbecue. Everybody barbecues on the 4th of July. Like, or, yeah. I mean, you barbecue yeah. because it's Tuesday in I'm Texas. Bad. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, Domingo, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean? So, like, I made my own barbecue sauce and I made, like, a duck confit, like, barbecue style, like, you know, like, fine dining dish, right, whatever. Right, but I right. play off of. And it so happened to be that that week or that week that I was running that dish, some guy that was from Texas went and ate at the restaurant. Uh-oh. Oh, man, I got shit on so hard. <laughs> it, it was like, it, it, like, this isn't barbecue. And I was like, well, no shit, it's not barbecue, man. Like, it's like, it's a play on barbecue. You know what I mean? But, but food is personal, man. Food yeah, yeah. Is, it is. It is. I, you know, it's it's wild how like uh do you know the online uh platform me too yeah yeah so i got featured on them and i did a mole thing and i did i I did a like a because i do recipes and i do stories with them right yeah so it's kind of what my cookbook is going to be it's going to be yeah big shout out you say you're working on a book yeah man so i'm working on a cookbook right now it's a Google's cookbook to life. Yes, so yes. the inception of all this kind of happened like in 2010, I, I created a, a blog, Google's cookbook to life, mm-hmm. where I wrote stories, and I, but then I create revamped it in the video format. Right. Nice. But um I'm working, I'm trying to get with publishing on trying to get trying to get this made. But with the stories, I, I spoke about mole, right? That mole is different and mole is very diverse. Yes, like, yeah, yes. It is, right? I saw that. Right. But no, man, I like whoo. <laughs> I got lit up, man. I mean, I got lit up. Like, look at this fool trying to be Mexican. He doesn't know shit about Mexican. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like, this dude ain't Mexican. Oh, like, my like, God. Mexican is it come? They're like, here's another dude trying to do, like, spa water. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like, they, they really, like, they came for me. Like, they right. really, like, came for me. But, you know, it's something I realized, like, especially when you put, man, you know this more than anything. You guys are you're a musician. I remember you from the day, from back in the jump. You know, I don't know if you're still playing, but I once in a blue but, moon. <laughs> you know, as 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 an artist, like whether it be food, whether it be paintings, whether it be music, you put work out there, yeah. and people will dissect the hell out oh, of yeah. shit, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They cool. they they feel the right that they could just and and it's yeah. fine, right? Because you're putting yeah. it out yeah. there on the platform. That's, right? Exactly. That's, that's the way it is. Those are your critics, man. Yeah, your, man. your critics make you stronger, actually, because. You, they if they shit on your stuff, it just makes you want to come even stronger yeah. to prove them wrong. Yeah, you know, it's, man, it's I was I was is. so pissed one day after the migas. I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna make fucking migas, bro. Hell like yeah. I'm gonna make tortillas and eggs, and you're gonna eat it. <laughs> like, but it's my favorite meal. Like, right? Like, so it's like, I, I the internet is funny now. Like, I've learned because I my uh, I was never on an internet platform. I was never on a social media platform right. where like the masses could just completely come at you, right? Like right. I always had social media but it was private. My friends and family, right? Nobody come at me. Right. Yeah. But now you're open to it, right? Like you know, you're open to criticism like yeah. and I feel like when I started getting more notoriety for my work, people really like come for it. Like they really like, yeah. And it's fine. Like now I'm okay with it. Right. Yeah, you you, you I mean it's like like you were saying, or uh, food is a very personal issue. It's a very touchy subject, yeah. Especially in the Latino world, it's very personal. Anything you're doing, any dish is menudo, oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, mole, tamales, uh, tamales, uh, pozole, anything that's done like that. If it's not done the way they do it, gonna, they will come yeah, after yeah. you, man. Real, yeah. Quick. yeah because I, I I even I did a story on this right, and it's I. Uh, because to say 
for instance, like I think that my mom's rice is the best in the world, right? And that's that's a statement that everybody can make. Right, right. I just like rice, rice, period. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like every, every, everybody can make that statement, right? But like what I say that it's personal, right, is uh, when somebody goes, if I say my mom's rice, if you say your mom's rice is better, I take that personally because my there's sentimental value yeah. to yes, like my mom's exactly. rice. Right? If that would exactly. be me, I would say I'd be the judge of that just to get your mom to make me rice because I just want rice. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean... And like there's so many like different variations of it, right? Like that I, I mean, I, I love rice, it doesn't like it's not the meal. I mean, it's not the well. I do recall after that track meet, we ate tacos. Mom made some tacos that day. Yeah, I yeah. do remember, and we wolfed down that day. <laughs> it was a long day of track. Going back to the mullet, like what are they? Because I know you can use two things for it's either for the uh, what peanut butter. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, mom uh, uses like peanut, cho- mom, chocolate or peanut butter. Chocolate yeah, peanut but butter. like the the video that I made was like I I did my research on like uh, meso like. Mestizo like mole, right? Like so, my my mole that I made was like eighteen ingredients from oh, like wow. from the jump, from like scratch, scratch, from like plantains and star anise. You, you were doing a style wow. for the Dia de los Muertos, I yeah, believe. For I did, that I mole. did. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, for the Dia de los Muertos, I did uh, pan de muerto. Pan de muerto. There yeah, you pan go, de muerto. There you go. Um, and I and so everything that I do now when with cooking, I take it like the same way that I did when I was working in a professional kitchen, right? Like mm-hmm. I have an idea. I jot down in my notes how I would want it. I do some research on like traditional formats of doing it because right. I want to do the dish justice, right? Like right. I want to, I want to make sure that if I'm putting work out there, um, I said this earlier, what the reason I, I got into this is because I was really tired of seeing like non cooks, what I consider non cooks, just throwing ingredients, throwing in shit and around and doing and being amazing. What I would call them, not cooks, but amazing editors, right? Like you can edit a video, like nobody's business. Right. right? Exactly. Uh, and I was like, yo man, cooking is hard. I know some dudes in the, that are my friends that are still in this industry that are grinding their ass off that don't take it as like, like it's not posh and it's not like they're, they're suffering through it. Right. right and right. I was like, yo, to do that justice to them, to my friends, to my industry, to me that I worked there for so long. Mm-hmm. Like I want to show people how hard it is to do it from scratch, like from, from like scratch, scratch. But, so but like, it yeah. is hard, man. Yeah, man. So like if I'm doing a dish, like I rarely do it pre-made, right? Like I, I want to make sure that I'm getting it and I'm doing it myself, pasta, bread croissants like i'm doing that from scratch right. so so people can understand that it's like it's hard like i remember i did a chocolate cake oh that's right i, 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 saw that on yeah. Yeah. I did a chocolate cake man and this lady uh, some lady like dm'd me she <laughs> was pissed bro she was like <laughs> she was like this was the worst fucking cake i've ever made in my life. <laughs> She's like, your recipe sucks. Oh my gosh! She was like, I don't know who told you you were a good cook. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an avid baker. This was a, yeah, See, the, the thing is, the thing is, and I've said this every single time, man. When you have people like that that light up your page and give you these negative things, they just want you to respond. Yeah. Once you respond, it's a clock for them to get even more people to want to watch them or there's follow pro, them. There's pros and cons to that, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a good thing because it's just creating nothing but content on your... Yeah. And I didn't realize that at first, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, me and my... Like, so it's funny, right? Because, like, my wife, like, one of the qualities that I love about my wife so much is that she's, like, professionally fiery, right? Like, she... She's she's like... <laughs> she grew up in a very, like, similar place like this yeah. in Arizona, right? Uh-huh. Where she's, like, 
educated, well put together in terms of professional. But when when she needs to turn it on, my girl turns it on. And I love <laughs> that. You, you know, I love that. So we are very like, uh, like, how do we say it? Like, we like to protect our own, right? Like yeah. if yeah. somebody comes to our homies, we like, so we are protective of each other. So when she sees hate on, like, she's like, at first, she would always go after these cats. Right? <laughs> and I was like, you can't. It won't no, end. Like, it these won't dudes, end. like these one, they, they want to stand there and they exactly. want to, they want to, took it out for a while and now i don't i don't even like yeah uh, there's no point yeah, to respond yeah, back I, I there's can't no even, point I, I there's no point it. there's no it's, point it's, it's endless man yeah. it's just endless. be thankful that they hit up your comment yeah. they left the comment because it just creates more um more activity going on with your post bro. yeah i didn't yeah. know anything about the analytics yeah. of like social media I'm, and a good example on one on one page that i had in my old band we did a video on one song that we did uh <clears throat> it was a teen titan song and we, it was just a scratch, just to just to play it. And there were some people that's good. Hey man, this is great. Hey man, this is that, this is that, blah blah blah. And there was all man, you guys suck, this and that. And what I would do, I would just answer back, hey, thank you for watching. And it would piss them off even more. Yeah. Oh, you guys are full of shit. Hey man, I appreciate the comment. <laughs> they, they would get even more pissed and they go, keep giving me comments. Yeah, <laughs> I'll because, take it. because the social media platform that you're on, they see that and they're like, hmm. If I give you more money, can you create more controversy like yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much. That's sure. Why not? But you're not doing it. You're <laughs> yeah. just doing your thing. You're man. doing your thing. Yeah. So I, 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 I try to stay true to the inception of like what the idea was. Like this is for me, right? This is an, a creative outlet. Yeah. Like, um, so people are always like, "Why don't you post more? Why don't you post things that are trending? Why don't you post uh, like food that are trending? Right, right, or yeah, music right. that is trending." So for me, I'm like, look, I want to tell a story with all my food. Exactly. Right? I want to tell a story with all my food. So like there's certain music that I think that resonates with certain food that I like. I think it resonates. Right. And my what's I what I've always found success in, in my career, whether it be with the Cubs or in fashion or when I was a chef, is like every time something was very trendy, I always wanted to do what was opposite of that. Yeah. Like I, I hated good. I hated doing what was in yeah. like trend. What was right? it? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, call me foolish, call me stupid, but like that's it's helped me in my career, right? It's it's a big gamble to go up against the green like that, yeah, but yeah. I I believe in that, right? Like go against I, the green, yeah, yeah. So uh, I do that with food, I do that with content, I, and with with the stories, like as a male Latino talking about vulnerability a lot. That's that's not heard of, right? Like right. You, you don't, you don't yeah. like it's not really like. Uh, popular to do that right because i get a lot of like dudes that come at me and like yo that's the way like <laughs> you, you know what i mean like so it's like and and you can speak it, to that too right because right because yeah. like you, i mean in music like here's a funny thing about that that i've always thought right <laughs> Here like, we go. We, he, here's like the crazy thing right we we, we talk about like machismo like masculine masculinity right yeah like, yeah all these songs of like Mexican songs are about like sadness and like sorrow, a girl leaving you. And it's like, but they're like not considered like less masculine. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what like, you're yeah, saying. like I, 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 I don't, I've never understood that. Like I've never like, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I honestly, I, I really don't listen to, I get what you're saying. Man. I don't, I don't, it's something else. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't really explain else. it. Yeah. I mean, we like, I you guys you guys have you guys have been because I, I talk about music right but like you yeah. guys have been in music your whole your parents were like yeah 
right? Yeah, yeah family, family. Yeah, family. That's something you don't know about me. My I come from a music family. Like I, really? yeah. Well, we just never talked about her. Like, I mean, you were in choir though. Yeah, right? but my like my dad and his brothers, like my dad, self-taught accordion, saxophone, guitar. Bueno, like he grew up in Mexico playing, but I don't talk about my dad a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, uh, uh, but yeah, like, we come from a musical family, so music has always been a big part of like how yeah. I dictate like my art. Right, right, like right, right, right. So that's crazy. Yeah, dang, dude. I learned, we learned a lot today. about you today in so many years, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like you, you, you kind of. Sean Sean Logan said you need to go past an hour. He is dropping gems. Okay. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. man. Sean Logan, great one of the, another great podcast. If you get a chance to catch his podcast, look him up, man. And then Gu- yeah. Gus is online, and I told him uh, you need to bring some barbecue to the podcast one day, Gus. Well, we we had we had, he I, we had actually made a deal. Before I came down, but I don't have my equipment. He was like, "Yo, I'll we'll, we'll trade some barbecue for some bread." <laughs> oh, oh, dude, yes. But man. I mean, I don't, I don't have my, I don't have my like my equipment. Well, so, next time, uh, yeah. next time you come back to the valley, dude. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a podcast while you cook. Yeah, that's a. I That'd will, awesome. I will move my equipment to the area where you're doing the cooking and do a live video. Yeah, and ready. and. Because when we got a hold of him, I was like, dude, you gonna come by? You bring pizza? <laughs> you bring something, right? But uh, no, because I don't have any equipment. Well, next time you come down to the RGV, yes. we're going to do a podcast. It'll probably be until next year around this time again yeah, or yeah. in the summer. I might, I, I might actually come back in the spring. Uh, awesome. The school district is opening up a new culinary thing. Mm-hmm. They asked me if I would come back. Well, you're so, gonna come back well, you're going to yeah. come back down and we're going to head out to wherever you're going to cook and we're doing a podcast there live. If it is right in front of your mom's right, right in front right in front of their mom's kids. reach out to DHS at their culinary program there. We could do it. Yeah, yeah right reach there. out to them. Go out there. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's going to have to be a PG version. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the kids, <laughs> a yeah, really PG version. I'll try. Yeah, we'll, we'll really try. But anyways, Ugo, man, it was a great pleasure no, having you, you on guys, the podcast, man. man. It it's honor. awesome having you here, making the trip down, visiting your family, and then taking a little smart part of your time yeah. to come over here and talk about some old times, especially teen. I'm going to say this again. This I'm sorry if I sound annoying, brother, but I'm very fucking proud of you. I appreciate it. I really man. am because, I mean, if anybody, everybody that's watching this man right here, bro, like everything that he's doing, he was thinking about it, thinking about it as a kid. And it all came true, bro. Like <laughs> the whole cup thing, like he would always be all about the cubs and stuff and about the bears. And he was working at Wrigley Field, bro. Damn, like, dude. That's like when I saw that, I'm like, the boys living his dream. Like, that's thank awesome, you, man. Bro. Like, I'm fucking proud of you, bro. Well, it, it, you know, I, I've, I've learned to to accept the, to, to accept the compliments. Yeah. So thank yeah. you, man. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. It means a lot. Like, it, it feels good to. To speak to someone that knows like where 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 I've been, right? Like right. Uh, you know, because you, you're away from home for so long, and, and you talk to people that you know know success on a regular basis, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like to be able to like be here with you and talking to you about it because like you know where I grew up, you had been in my house, I've been to your house, like we went to the same schools together, we went to the same grind and the same hustle of like, like life. Who, who would have thought, man? Like like you and I like didn't expect to do things that we wanted to do. No, no, man. I, I, I I, I definitely, I, I've always, I always say this, right? Like, I don't think that this was the story that life had written for us. 
Uh, but you know, we we took a magic eraser to that bitch and uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, and rewrote that. You know, well, uh, for me on my side of the table, it's just amazing seeing these two young men grow up and do something, man, that's way surpassing what I've done. I mean, Wrigley Field. Uh, designer, artist. I mean, it's amazing. I'm very proud of both of y'all, man. Thank what you, you guys man. are doing, you guys that. did an amazing job. Well, thank you to you, man. Real quick, before we thank you, honestly, like I think what you're doing and exposing talent in the valley is huge. I, I think that it takes someone to 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 have that inception of to idea, that idea. To, yeah, man, to give these people the platform, to give us the, the voice to be able to speak on that. Yeah. So Appreciate thank it, you, man. man. Thank, thank you. You need you need to come back, bro. Yeah, you're gonna come back. Well, we're going to your mom's house right now, so you can take something. (laughs) Don't forget your. She can critique my rice. Don't forget your equipment, bro. Yeah, yeah, I will bring your equipment and uh, and Miss uh, Miss Gambino, uh, if you can, please make sure he brings the equipment next time he comes down. (laughs) I will. I will. Guys, shout out all your social media so they can follow you up, brother. Yeah, man. So, uh, my Instagram is Ugo underscore Gamino. and my TikTok page is basically like the big one, uh, Ugo's Cookbook to Life. So that's Ugo's Cookbook to Life. Check out his TikTok. It will, you will get mind blown. Yeah, oh, yeah. so I uh, I do food content twice a week. And then I do the story uh, along with those recipes on Fridays. Um, and that's kind of like the basis of what the cookbook will be, right? It's going right. to be like stories along with the recipes. Yeah. Following on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Just look them up. Look them up on Ugo. Gamino, uh, or on TikTok, uh, Ugo Cookbook to Life. Uh, a big shout out to Ugo. And also, I got a Rick Phoenix telling me, Hey, brother, I'd love to have you on, on my show as well. Rock, uh, Rockland Revolution. Uh, that's go, probably brother. gonna have to be a video chat because I'm only gonna be here for a couple of days, yeah. So, look for him, uh, Rick, and I'm pretty sure he would love to be on your podcast, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast for this week. I'll put some Nice blues in the background there. Oh, I like that. Next week, guys, our Thanksgiving special, we will have the round table in the podcast. As everybody, review, everybody, it can buy everybody in the grandma going to be up in here. Are they going to be food? It's, I don't know. We, oh. We'll talk about that. All right. It'll be kind of weird chewing uh, food on the mic, uh, you know, but then again, eh, anything can happen here on the Two New Podcast. Exactly. So. So, but other than that, Ugo, once again, thank you very much thank for coming guys. out, thank guys. You. Quez, thank you once again for kicking me my kickstand for the last couple of episodes. You. We'll be here next week again. And uh, we miss you too. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's that valid, ladies and gentlemen. That's that <laughs> like always, man, we will see you next week. Same time, same two new channel. And like I always say every week, guys, come on, Quez, you can say it with me. Three, two, one. Ladies, Gators! Bye, everybody.